This is a 980 CKNW podcast. I'm Sterling Fox for Jill Bennett, joined on the line by Professor Jeffrey Miners, who lectures in law at Thompson Rivers University, who's here to talk to us this morning about Donald Trump and some of his legal problems. Professor Myers, Jeff, good morning. Hi, Sterling. Good to be on. It's good to have you with us. Let's back up a week before we get up to to the current stuff and and talk about this guy, Sam Nunberg, who uh, was a relatively minor player in the Trump campaign, but who was subpoenaed by the Mueller team with the Russia investigation, uh, made an appearance, and then went on national network television several times. And I saw one of his live uh, appearances uh, coming quite unhinged on live TV and bragging to the world he would never return to the the Mueller inquiry, they'd wanted more evidence, and uh, that's it, I'm done with them. Well, sure enough, a few days later, he uh, showed up at the Mueller uh, inquiry for another six hours of investigation by the grand jury. So what is Mueller up to with these minor players? Building a case, Jeff? Oh, certainly. Um, you know, this is a, it's a, what Bob Mueller is doing, uh, as I've said before, is is the exact opposite of what the White House does, and what I mean in terms of um, very, very painstakingly, um, you know, assembling the evidence, you know, piece by piece. Uh, there's been no leaks whatsoever, and the way the Mueller investigation has spoken is by means of uh, indictments of high-level um, senior Trump advisors, right? And by way of having serious some guilty pleas in place, and you know the. Um, Special prosecutors only been working for about a year. Typically, these things take multiple years, and usually presidents, when they are impeached, it's not until their fifth or sixth year, so it even requires them to survive into a second term. But this, the amount of guilty pleas, the indictments, and the level of seniority of the people who've been involved, and the amount of evidence which we already have here is, is unlike any previous case. Uh, so uh, certainly there's bit players, and some of whom, um, you know, are, provide some entertainment value, but there's also... You know, very high-level people like you know Paul Manafort right. um, and, and others. You know, um, and, and Rick Gates, who's assistant, as well as recently of uh, several Russian nationals. Okay, who um, or, or who um, who were indicted. So um, you know, the, these are and, and, and the expectations that there will be more indictments of high-level people. And of course, um, you know, whatever Mr. Trump's substantive involvement in the sort of group of crimes that are sort of loosely and imprecisely referred to as collusion. Um, he is clearly being investigated for obstruction of justice, and the evidence is there for the American public already beyond just circumstantial evidence. I mean, folks who watch TV and saw the appearance with Lester Holt will know that uh, Mr. Trump uh, clearly showed, um, you know, well, uh, the intent to obstruct justice. So this is going to also turn, of course, on, on the composition of Congress after the midterm elections, what will happen. I note that um, uh, Alan Lichtman, who's a preeminent uh, um, uh, commentator in the United States, um, has um, and who's coming out with a new book called the case for the case for impeachment. He says that he does believe that impeachment is uh, virtually inevitable. Well, you know, and, the squeeze play is on. Obviously, right. Mueller's very and you're and you're quite right. He's so methodical. He's the exact opposite of the way the Trump House uh, White House runs That's it. The rule the, the of show. law, yeah. right? But you you get the feeling the White House is is more keenly aware of this than ever before. Because my understanding now, and you can flesh this out for yeah. us, Jeff, is that his legal team, Trump's mm-hmm. legal legal team is now beginning to negotiate with Mueller and company over a possible interview of some kind. Well, there's been talk about an interview for a while. Remember about three weeks back, I think it was, uh, Mr. Trump had said 
sort of cavalierly in his usual fashion that, you know, he was happy to sit down with Mr. Mueller, right? And that he was happy to have an interview with, like, no preconditions or whatever. Right. And immediately that was, uh, he said, so he did say subject to what my lawyers say, of course, knowing full well, the lawyers would never permit that because, you know, um, when it comes, I mean, certainly he can be compelled even to appear before a grand jury eventually. It's just a matter of the conditions and the terms of getting that interview done potentially earlier. Usually, sometimes lawyers want to do that, and it's in the best interest to uh, cooperate. But having a person like Mr. Trump under the current situation, you know, be, you know, in an interview with Bob Mueller, those are the negotiations around the conditions of that interview. Uh, and, you know, and, and the presence of counsel and everything like that would be something that would be subject to, like, significant negotiations, a very important um, part of, you know, what's going to happen in the end game here. Right. So for Mr. Trump to come out and say that, of course, he was dialed back at, and, you know, he'll ne- then there'll be significant negotiations, you know, the sit down with Mr. Mueller, you know, will likely happen at some point or another, but it will be subject to negotiations and, and a lot of um, a lot of maneuvering. It's not just going to be, you know, it's not just going to be based on what Mr. Trump you know, says in an interview. Right. That said, the significant piece of news around Trump's chaotic uh, universe of um, lawyers and legal advisors is that you know they are. He has been interviewing um, with one of Bill Clinton's former um, uh, impeachment lawyers in the in the Oval Office, supposedly speaking to him, um, and that uh, that would be a new addition, sort of from outside to his legal team. Interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. kind of a chaotic, revolving door. Right. And you know, you got the, of course some, the Michael Cohen situation, where you've got this payment being made to it's uh, to the quite porn remarkable. star. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just really. There's all sorts of questions for this, you know, for someone like Michael Cohen in terms of that payment and in terms of that story. I mean, you know, I'm a member of the New York Bar. He's a member of the New York Bar. You know, he could be seriously disciplined for this. He's, it sounds like, based on what the account of what happened there, even based on how he describes it, is a violation of all kinds of ethical rules. Absolutely. Now, yeah. Jeff, you described yourself as being a member of the New York Bar, and I, mm-hmm. need, you to, I need you to help us understand something in, in a very limited amount of time because we're almost out. But where's, where does the grand jury come into all of this because you have the Mueller special counsel is he using the grand jury is that one of his tools in this investigative process yeah i mean basically he he is i mean he has full power to prosecute like like a federal court like a um the justice department would prosecute something in a federal court he he, he can put together a grand jury now we don't have grand juries um, in uh, in Canada, right, they yeah. are part of the um, they are part of the legal system in the United States, and they're basically they're the first line, basically where it's a, it's larger than a, it's called a grand jury because it's not just twelve people; it's usually a much larger group sure, of people yeah. who hear the preliminary case. And again, they don't. There's no uh, lawyer present um, for the accused person; they just hear the basic what they call in Latin the prima facie, which means the case on its face. Mm-hmm. And they say whether there's and 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 to, to make an assessment whether there's enough evidence to sort of go ahead to trial that if you know if everything was proven correct on its face that there could be a conviction. He's able to use the criminal justice system and, and create a grand jury to look at these issues. And again, they've issued some indictments. There's been guilty pleas. There's a trial dates are set down. Mm-hmm. Manafort. But yeah, so you know the, this is how the grand jury works. It takes a preliminary look at things. Um, you know, the, in Canada, the way that works, for those of you who are, you know, um, law nerds out there, the way this works is that you have, we have what's called the preliminary inquiry on, right. the, on certain kinds of offenses, which you can have to look at the preliminary evidence before you go on to a full-scale trial. But that's usually, that's done with the judge, and you can, and you can waive that. It's not quite the same as a, as a grand jury. 
Um, so that's but that's the model that they use in the United States for sure. And yes, Mr. Mueller is 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 has a grand jury. Interesting stuff. I have to leave it there. At Jeffrey Myers is the Twitter handle, friends, and he's a busy guy out there in the Twitter sphere. Always a pleasure to have you on the radio, Jeff. Thanks for this this morning. Oh, my pleasure, Sterling. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.